0: The following program is brought to you by Christy Stratton, Accredited Divorce Coach.
1: So many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. Everybody. Whether you or a loved one is considering divorce, going through it, or coming out of it, The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is here to be your go-to educational and informational resource for those touched by divorce. Christy has been there, and now she's here to walk the path with you as a certified divorce coach and as your thinking partner. Her guests will bring you important insights and information, helping you make better decisions through this process, inspiring you to be your best self for you and your family, and give you hope. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton starts now. And here's your host, Christy Stratton. Well, hello,
2: everyone, and welcome to the Divorce Coaching Hour. I'm Christy Stratton, and I am so glad that you are here with us today. If this is the first time you are joining us, a very, very special welcome to you. And if you are back with us again this week, welcome to you as well. And thank you all so much for listening. This show is for those considering divorce, in the midst of it, coming out of it, and also for friends and family of those divorcing, because it can be an overwhelming life event for absolutely everyone involved. We're not here to coach you to get a divorce or give you legal advice. We are here to walk the path with you wherever that may lead. We bring you specialists who can help you make better decisions during this time, provide you information and resources, give you ideas about how to be your best self in a time that can bring out your worst, and give you hope. Today, we continue a series with our friend Gary Wolf, financial advisor with Morgan Stanley, also a certified divorce financial analyst. And today, we are talking taking control of your financial life during and beyond divorce. Now, last week, we spoke about financial separation as a part of divorce, and we discovered some important questions that can help in the financial decisions of divorce, some of the most challenging and contentious decisions. (laughs) If you missed the episode, make sure to download the June 13th, 2020 episode, and it's show titled Financial Separation. You can do that on your favorite podcast app or Uh, you can click podcasts under the programs tab on KKHT.com. Today, again, we're talking about taking control of your finances. It's my perspective that many of us didn't gain great financial training as we grew up, not in our households, not in school. And for some, it's just not your thing. And I get it. Believe you me, I get it. But I'm here to tell you it needs to be your thing especially in divorce. Friends, we're not only about helping you through the process of divorce here on the Divorce Coaching Hour. We are help, we're here about helping you to rebuild through and beyond. And my goal is the same as a divorce coach. And today we'll do just that by talking about some very important topics when it comes to securing your financial future, especially one topic. So make sure you stay t- tuned to hear all about it. Before we begin, please know that in this show and this series, we are not giving you legal or tax advice. You need to talk to an attorney about your legal questions or a tax professional about your questions related to taxes. And if you need recommendations for those folks, reach out to us. We can help. So let's get right to it. Our fabulous guest today back with us, Gary, welcome back.
0: Good to be here. Thanks for having me again, Christy.
2: Yeah, I'm um, so glad that we're doing this series. Again, talked about uh, just kind of financial separation in the first one. We've talked about that on the show before, but this is an area we can't talk enough about. And uh, obviously, with your background as a financial analyst, um, uh, advisor rather, and a divorce financial analyst, that can really help us look at things maybe in a fresh way. And so we talked about kind of who gets what last time. We talked about some important questions, um, the overarching financial separation within divorce. And today, again, we're going to be talking about taking control of your financial future. But first let's catch up the listeners as to a little bit, just to give them a little, you know, a quick recap as to what you do as a financial advisor Uh, Gary, with Morgan Stanley, and also as a certified uh, divorce financial analyst. And I think you have a little disclaimer that you need to tell us about.
0: I do. I'll read that first. The use of the CDFA designation does not permit the rendering of legal or tax advice by Morgan Stanley or its financial advisors, which may only be done by a licensed attorney or tax advisor. The CDFA designation is not intended to imply that either Morgan Stanley or its financial advisors are acting as experts in this field. Very good.
2: Very good. <laughs> Thank you for doing that. Now uh, now tell us what you do.
0: <laughs> well, divorce is complicated and it's challenging. And so what I try to do is help my clients reduce the stress of managing finances and create a sustainable environment with financial stability. And my approach is consultative. So I work together with a client to create the steps for their immediate needs and the longer term goals.
2: Mm. Okay, so I heard some important words in there, and stability is the first thing I heard. And, uh, well, maybe I heard before that divorce is complicated. So mm-hmm. it makes me kind of go, wait a second, uh, there's stability and divorce because it's complicated.
0: <laughs> right. Well, let's, let's, create, let's create the kind of financial stability that we need to move forward in the short term and then the intermediate term and the long-term. So mostly when when people come into my office at the first meeting we discuss the current situation, right, and your goals. And then we take a complete view of your assets, obligations, lifestyle, and that helps to develop a a more sound financial plan going forward. So I'll learn about your family, your values, your work, along with your assets and liabilities, and then then we can address issues that you may have overlooked. And if you're in the midst of a divorce, I'll try to help you understand the short and long-term financial impact of options you may be considering for settlement, but before you decide exactly what what you want to settle for,
2: wow, so you know interestingly enough, I think I am just putting myself in the listener's shoes, putting myself back in in the my shoes when I was going through divorce, which is what I really try to do in this show is when you're stepping into an office of someone like yourself um we're probably not thinking goals. We're like probably thinking, "Whoa, right?" Mm-hmm. And uh, I just need to know what I need to do right now. But what I'm what I'm hearing in there is again. And we talked a, a bit about this in the first series, first show of the series. Is this financial separate? Which, which was financial separation. But we need to look at the big picture first. And it sounds like you're asking questions that covers all of that.
0: I am, and I'm trying. I'm trying to get the the client and the person focused too, because, like you said, a lot of times when people come in, or I, I start talking to them on the phone, first it's a hair on fire moment, and there's a there's a lot of issues that they have that they want to talk to me about, and many of them are legal issues. So we spend some time talking about what's legal issue, what you know, what's what do you want to talk to your attorney about? What do you want to talk to me about? And like I said, don't give legal advice, but I've been through the process. So let's help sort out the short-term needs, and it helps people kind of settle in and say, okay, well, let's put these other things on the, on the intermediate and back burner for now. What are the immediate needs? And then that gets them involved in the process, gets them thinking, not trying to swallow everything at one time, but that we can actually break this up into pieces and, and move forward in a, in a you know, sustainable way. Right. To to get them to the end goal. Finally, you know, we say long term. I'm looking at long term in two two phases. First, what's your life going to look like a year from now? And what's going to look like 20 or 30 years from now or however however long, you know, you want to plan for retirement and things.
2: And I would guess that we we often forget to look at that (laughs) the long term. It's hard. It's hard. hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I heard you say then it's a process. And so if we kind of go back and we, we step back to episode, uh, the, the, the first episode in the series, the financial separation, ultimately what we're doing is we're, we're working with you to create these lives apart. That includes finances, obviously, but one of the things, and I think we're both speaking to this and it's, a, it's so very, uh, important as a part of the, the, this show and our intention with the show is that we have to be making these decisions today with an ultimate eye on rebuilding and that future whether it's 6 months 12 months 18 months 20 years and um and so as going back to that process Gary it sounds like in you s- use the words breaking them up into pieces uh we have to look at that two of the questions that we covered that i thought were very impactful uh, that that were shared in the last show was one first question off the bat. Can I, can I afford to keep it? And then the, the other house, is, yeah. yeah, the house or any other asset. Mm. And then where do I want to be? Where do you want to be in the future? And so in between there, there's all these other things and you're, you're providing them this process. And in there, as we get through that uh, the immediate questions at some point, we've got to start thinking that we're in charge now, right?
0: Whether you like it or not. So you, you make <laughs> right. a good point. Yeah, you make a good point. So so one of the things we do in the first meeting or the first talk that I have is, what can I do now? Because that's going to help you gain some control over this nebulous process. What can I do now? And I think you're probably going to set us up for our next segment here about you know, declaring credit independence. So that's something we can do now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And that's exactly where we're going. And that's going to be the overarching thing that we talk about in this show today is you're in charge now. And Gary, you said it right. Whether we want to or not, this may not be something that we've handled in the marriage. And so, you know, here, this also may not be something you're comfortable with dealing with. But again, going back to the opener is. You got to make yourself. And so what we're going to do today in the show, Gary and I are going to help you look at something that is very impactful, um, very important as you begin to look at you being in charge, declaring your credit independence. And that's the key word. That's the key topic I mentioned in the opener. We're going to be talking about credit, but not just what you may think, listeners, is your credit scores. Yeah, we're going to talk about that, but we're going to talk about also how it can be a tool in the rebuilding of your financial future so keep listening in here as we continue to take a deep dive into finances as a part of divorce I'm here with Gary Wolf financial advisor with Morgan Stanley certified divorce financial analyst and we're talking about taking control of your your financial life now and into the future Great stuff, great details. You don't want to miss it. So come on back.
1: When you're selling your home, you want to wow people when they see it. Or if you're not selling and want to enhance your enjoyment of the home, consider Simple Elegance. The team at Simple Elegance, led by Mary Scally, are masters at staging homes for sale or helping you design your interior for maximum impact. Do what new home builders do. Call the staging masters, Simple Elegance, at 877-458-8254 and SimpleEleganceTX.com. A divorce can change your whole world, including your financial picture. The more you know and the better you understand your options, the more likely you are to make sound financial decisions. Learn how to build a solid financial strategy today that may help you provide greater security and flexibility in the future. Morgan Stanley Financial Advisor Gary Wolf can help. Contact Gary Wolf today at 281-362-4706 to get started. That's 281-362-4706. Morgan Stanley, Smith Barney, LLC, member SIPC. Morgan Stanley, Smith Barney, LLC, Morgan Stanley, its affiliates, and Morgan Stanley Financial Advisors do not provide legal advice.
0: Clients should consult their attorney for legal matters.
2: I love Rend Collective so much I had to bring it back into this segment. I guess it will stay with us for this series because it's just so powerful. If you don't know who they are, look them up, Rend Collective. Just just a very powerful uh, group and their lyrics and their song and uh so it just makes me happy thought I'd share some happiness with you all as well. We are in the midst of a mini-series, as I'm calling it, um, with regards to finances, a deep dive on finances, not just on uh, maybe what we've talked about before, the overarching look at finances, the separation of finances, but more of a deep dive. We've covered some of these topics before, but we want to spend a little more time with it because it's one of the most... Um important, one of the most challenging, one of the most contentious aspects of divorce and if I know anything, um I know that I am here today on this show to help provide you information and resources, as I say often to help you make informed decisions along the path and my guests and i we're we're all here to do that because we serve this environment of people going through, or the, this um, this body of people going through uh, divorce, and we want to be able to help you make those informed decisions, but not just that, but better decisions, and so that's, again, why we're here with Gary Wolf, financial advisor with Morgan Stanley, divorce financial analyst, looking at a deep dive with finances, and today we're talking about rebuilding, uh, looking at securing your financial future with an eye towards declaring your credit independence. I feel like this needs to be on um, uh, Fourth of July weekend, not on Father's Day weekend, Gary. (laughs) (laughs) Sooner the better. (laughs) Sooner the better. Well, yes. And, hey, you know, I'm just thinking back to my my wonderful dad, and uh, he would have loved it if I... Gained financial independence sooner, I'm sure. (laughs) Right. So I do want to pause and say, uh, happy father's day to you, uh, Gary and to all, uh, all our dads out there and to my dad in heaven. And, uh, just, um, dads, you know, my dad had, uh, has still has a big, big, uh, spot in my heart always will. And so, uh, I think dads are very important. So, Hug your dads, show your appreciation, and um, make sure they know you love them. Let's move on to that declaring credit independence. Well, how about it, Gary?
0: <laughs> how about it? Where, where do we start? Right. It's very important. Uh, there's no more important time to pay attention to your credit than during and after divorce for a number of reasons. Can you say uh,
2: that again? <laughs> yeah never more
0: it is because there's there's some things we'll go through here and I'm sure in this segment and uh, to detail that out but
2: so what what influences uh, that that uh you know I when I think of credit I think of a credit score I think of mm-hmm. your credit report that's probably what most people think about uh even though it's bigger than that uh what influences and why do we want to look at it
0: so why we want to look at it is, is I'll, I'll take that one first, okay. and uh, because a good credit report really translates into financial flexibility. Mm. So, a, equally important, credit scores, they're used by other organizations for purposes that extend beyond credit. So, for example, insurance companies, and most importantly, prospective employers, mm. may request authorization to review your credit report as a qualifier for employment or coverage, and I'm pretty sure they all do that. So, when you think about credit, you think normally it allows me to buy things and pay it on time. but a lot of organizations you that you use that for a, a different basis on making decisions about uh, things they, they may or may not you know consider you for so right that, number one that's important okay um, and the, the second part of the question I believe when you're asking about how how is it um, how's it compiled what are the what are the components well the what score? are the
2: components but yeah what, what influences your credit score
0: what influences? There's a couple of different organizations that have, you know, come to the fore on uh, credit reporting firms. FICO is probably the one that a lot of people know. Your FICO score, mm-hmm.
2: especially and when you're looking at buying a house.
0: Yeah, or they, or you know, we talk about the, the FICO score. Right, FICO score. Uh, that's an acronym for something called the Fair Isaac Corporation, which was, de- which was developed by that. They developed that credit scoring concept. And the components of your score, in order of importance, are there's five major components. And what they look at is they look at your payment history, which is 35% of your FICO score is your payment history. So are you late or on time with your payment, basically? 30% of your score is how much you owe. So how much, how much debt do you, do you continue to have out there? The next, the third most important thing is the length of your credit history. How long have you had credit? And then the last two things that are equally important at 10% are how much new credit have you put into you, have you taken on or how much new debt have you taken on or different creditors? And then what types of credit are you using? And, and types of credit means secured versus unsecured. So, for example, do you have a house and a car which is secured uh, credit? Or unsecured, which is a bunch of credit. You have 20 credit cards or do you just have one credit card and a house and a car. So those are the things. Those are the components. That's what they look at when they score you.
2: Okay. So I can imagine as we're going through divorce, um, we're really we're separating finances. We're separating uh, names on mortgages and uh, all of that. And money's essentially getting split. I know it doesn't have to be 50-50 uh, there, there's so much room for challenge in that. Uh, if you are not careful with all of these components, is what I'm, is what's coming to mind there. So, how do you protect yourself uh, with all of these components? How do you protect your credit? Uh, as you're going through divorce, when you're splitting up all the financial responsibilities of right. marriage,
0: right? And that's a that's a great question. So what you do is you start you start now. That goes back to my my remark earlier of, what can I do now? Mm-hmm. This is one of the things that uh, a good attorney will tell you to again, not legal advice, but is to find out how many credit cards your name is on, joint credit cards, and then if you if you can. Try to get those accounts closed, you know, and maybe with cooperation of your spouse, close those joint accounts and open an account for yourself. Now, credit card companies aren't – they're not required to take your name off a joint account. What they can say is, well, we can give you your own credit based on your own credit history, which goes back to your FICO score, uh, but they don't have to close joint accounts. So if you can get those joint accounts closed, it's important because – Even after your divorce, if you signed uh, the original credit application, you can still be held responsible. So that's kind of a, I can do it now to protect my future. That answers the second part of your question. A lot of this stuff you should be doing right now. And And the other thing is to open a bank account in your own name, too. So those are two of the things you should be doing right away if you haven't already. Is establishing your own credit, which includes your own bank account and your own credit card if you can do that. And so you're establishing your own payment history.
2: Right. Uh, and I'll just say, I remember as uh, I saw this um, potentially, this potential divorce coming towards me in my life, uh, it was uh, a godsend for me that I had a small, that I had an account that I had come to the marriage with. I had had a small credit card that I came to the marriage with. And when I got kind of blindsided with the the divorce, um at least i had that right and you know one of the things uh, we work with people to and and you hear me say it repetitively in the show uh if you're considering divorce in the midst of it or coming out of it and again you know one of my goals would be that you stay in the marriage and you work things out but if in fact you are deciding to move forward and i i really hate to say this but it's very true that we in the most Amicable of divorces that we think is going to be easy can tend to get pretty contentious. And so,
0: more time that goes by, the the harder it it generally gets. It starts to wear on on both parties, right? And it's just the
2: reality. And so, it might feel really incongruent to what you want to do to now being establishing your own credit. But this is important to be able to look and it, Gary. What it reminded me of is that those lists of all the accounts we need them anyway. So it, you, needing to get that. So I, I okay. So I'm hearing that we need to establish our own credit. One of the and things. Go ahead.
0: Here, yeah. And I hate to interrupt you because no. I hate doing that, but I don't want to forget to mention this. The, the way to start this whole process, uh-huh. one of the first, first things I think anyone can do when they come to me and I try to tell them to do is check your credit report. Mm. That's that's where you're going to find out a lot of things you probably didn't know. You're going to find out how many accounts you're on, how many you know uh, individual accounts you have. Um, and so Equifax, Experian and, uh, Experian, and TransUnion are the three major you know, providers of that. And you're entitled to request a free credit report from each of those agencies once a year. Mm-hmm. And because each of those scores your credit a little differently, it's important to check all three. So right. here's here's where you go, and it's a government-approved site. It's www.annualcreditreport.com, mm-hmm. www.annualcreditreport.com. That's how you start the, the process of discovering your credit and then going in and, and doing the things I've mentioned before.
2: So that versus like a Credit Karma or something like that, annualcreditreport.com?
0: Annual credit report, you can do that once a year and it'll give you a report from Equifax, Experian, and TransUnion, the three major reporters. And then okay. you're going to have a basis for cleaning everything up because you also have you also have the right to correct errors on your credit report. Right. Okay. And you want to try to do that as quick as you can, but you won't know. Right. about any errors unless you request a report. So that's where you start. That's the starting point.
2: And that's really a great kind of recap of this segment too here as we're talking about credit, kind of the first thing uh, as first topic um, that we're in financial, building your financial future, we're talking about credit, just the the the, the facts, right? Um, it's important is what I, I've got to take away here. It's very important. There are five major components um, that make up your FICO score, but those are very similar to the other ones. I can imagine that are in experience right, and, and transparency. And there's
0: nothing you can really do about that because it's already out there. Right.
2: But when I get my
0: credit report, we'll find out what what the problems are, what the pain points are, and what my advantages are. What the good news is.
2: So start there if you're considering divorce in the midst of it. We, wherever you are, start now. Wherever right. You are, start there. Um, yeah.
0: And do that. That's the best place to start. Yeah,
2: definitely. And so where we're going to go next is we're going to actually. See, uh, see what's beyond credit and how it actually can be a um, kind of a, a tool to help you build that financial future. So we've got the basics. We're going to step into something a little bit beyond that. So you guys come on back. Make sure you're listening to this. The intent is to help you through divorce, make better ins- uh, and more informed decisions, but better decisions along the way. We're here with Gary Wolf, financial advisor, certified divorce financial analyst. You guys come on back. Stay with us. Here's today's two minute tip. Today we continue talking about taking control of your financial life through and beyond divorce. As I prepped for the show, I was reminded, this is tough stuff. I get it. Believe me, I get it. (laughs) Not only are some of you dealing with finances, which isn't your most favorite thing to deal with, you are dealing with them in the midst of divorce. And because of it all being tough, I want to remind you that sometimes when things get tough, we decide to give in, give up, or as we'll see in just a moment, we throw in the so-called proverbial towel. And folks, you don't want to do that. There are six common mistakes in divorce, and throwing in the towel is one of them. By the way, thanks to CDC Divorce Coaching Program for this information. Throwing in the towel is essentially this. I just want out. Get this over with. I am worn down by this process. And there are five others. They are all mindset mistakes. And if you don't know this, you will now. You can change that mindset. And you'll want to because each of these mistakes can result in significant consequences. Here's just one consequence of the throwing in the towel mindset. You could have years of constantly going back to court to try to remedy what went wrong in the first place to include, but not limited to, housing, child support, family, pets, education, car, car insurance, and what we are talking about today, finances and credit. If you want to know what the rest of these mistakes are, reach out to me and I can send you a list of them so that you can make sure you aren't making them. So email me at christy at christystratton dot com or give me a call at two eight one nine four four eight zero four three. And remember to join financial advisor Gary Wolf and me as we continue talking about taking control of your financial life through and beyond divorce during the next episode. Saturdays right here on 100.7 FM KKHT from 1 to 2 p.m. And if you can't listen on Saturdays, remember that at any time you can go to kkht.com or your favorite podcast app and listen that way. If you have any questions along the way, email me at christy at christystratton.com. That's christy at christystratton.com or give me a call at 281 944 8043. We're back with Gary Wolf, financial advisor with Morgan Stanley and certified divorce financial analyst. We are talking finances, finances as a part of divorce. Uh, in the first uh, show of this series, we spoke to financial separation of the, of the marital estate, kind of the overarching uh, perspective, so to speak. Today, we're talking about Declaring your credit independence, looking at that you're in charge now and you've got to look at being in charge with an eye towards the future. And and so Gary's been really talking to us about these factors that affect our credit worthiness. And as we move forward, we're going to talk about credit and beyond really it being a tool that you can use to help rebuild that uh, rebuild and secure that financial future. But before we go there, I want to make sure you guys the listeners hear how to reach Gary because you might be right in the middle of a divorce right now or maybe even considering it or you you know you're coming out of it and you you have these questions, you need someone like Gary on your side and and uh, definitely want you to be able to reach him. So Gary, how do they reach you?
0: They can reach me by emailing me at gary.wolf at com, And if you don't want to write out Morgan Stanley, just put MS for Mary Sam, gary.wolf at ms.com.
2: Okay, and that's W-U-L-F, Wolf. Thank you. <laughs>
0: A little weird. And uh, the phone number is 281-362-4706, 281-362-4706.
2: Okay, awesome. And, uh, you know, I, I know the um, I've – I've – forgotten, though I say I know, but now I've forgotten. You went through the divorce coaching program, yes?
0: I did, go, I did go through the divorce coaching program.
2: Yeah, and we actually, so you were a guest on my first show with Peggy Cooper, who is mm-hmm. the, uh, she and Randy Cooper uh, started the divorce coaching program, and I met you through a collaborative law uh, divorce group, and you were one of the first people I talked to, and lo and behold, we realized that I, I had just gone through the program as well, and we just had that immediate connection. So look at that. Look yep. at those connections, right? <laughs> great connections. <laughs> yeah, great connections.
0: Connection. Another a, a fellow believer.
2: <laughs> yeah, yes. Well, uh, and, right. in many ways, right? In many so, ways, that's right. That's in right. many ways. So, and, and so I'm so excited to have you back on and doing this uh, mini-series together because, as I mentioned before in the show, we've we've talked about these topics before in the episodes but again i don't think we can talk about them enough and the you know the intent with this particular show specifically is to give you an understanding of components of your finances that we may just not deal with i i mean i know that when When it comes to finances, as I said in the two-minute tip, for some people, they'll just kind of turn their head because they don't want to deal with it because even the word credit kind of makes them shake in their shoes. But one of the things I want to talk to you about, uh, Gary, is that credit can actually be a so-called tool in your toolbox of rebuilding your future and not just about the credit score, but gaining credit. And I'm going to use the word leverage that can maybe help us and there's some things that we might uh learn in this that you know using these tools are a choice um and it can help us move forward so you know we we talked about what influences credit but i mean really ultimately as a tool in our toolbox why would we need that credit gary
0: you need it for a lot of things, and we mentioned earlier that it's not just for for buying things, but it it sets a foundation for kind of how um, everyone who needs to loan you money or give you credit or give you the benefit of the doubt for 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 things views you when they look through and find out who you are. So, for example, your friend may say, "Hey, I just you know you're, you're in the market for another for a car," and your friend says, "Hey, they're doing two point nine percent financing over here," and you're like, "Great, that sounds good," and you go over there. Right, and you you apply and you have credit, but your credit your 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 credit score comes out as below average, right? But there's not 2.9s not yours, but we have 5.9, right? You know, for you. So that's one, and that's with furniture, that's with a house, that's with a car. It's all those things that you have to finance. So we'd, we'd all love to be debt free, and we'd all love to pay cash for everything, and then still have tons of money left over. It's just not that way. So it really kind of establishes how. How you move through life, and how much resistance you have when you move when you move through, and what others are, are willing to do for you. So I call those limiters. Right, I mean, as an endurance athlete, former endurance athlete, every time you get an, an older former endurance
2: come on athlete, now, come on now, you, you get those
0: aches and pains, and my trainer used to call those limiters. You have mm-hmm. a limiter. If mm-hmm. you know, so there's something that's limiting your performance, uh, and, and that's what you don't want to have. You don't want to be dragging limiters around, you know, and maybe I could have done that if I'd gotten that financing. That makes the difference. If I'd get a better terms on whatever. You know, They they look at that when you rent an apartment, you right. know, whether you rent an apartment or not. It, it's, it's Unfortunately, credit follows you just like – it's part of – you know, I would say it's part of your reputation. And you, mm-hmm. it's a silent part of your reputation that comes up when people have to run a credit report on you. So it's very important.
2: And it's very important. I think you said this at the beginning, probably never um, so important now. And my, my mind is going to COVID and, you know, one of the things that we've talked about is this pandemic uh, amidst a divorce, right? So your, your income has, has stopped. You're using your credit cards. And so now you're in kind of a, a, you know, a tough place. So um, I, I guess where I want to go with that um, uh, is we we have to use this as a tool. Sometimes I think, um, and we we realize two different places. If we can work to improve that credit score, is what I'm hearing. Then for our future, our um, preserving our wealth, building that better future, that we can, in fact, then get that 2.9% and save money. So I'm, I'm hearing that, right? So that's an important component and why you would want to have a good credit score, why you would want to use credit to be able to now buy the 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 car, the potentially you buy another house.
0: And, and, and you're right. And I would back up too. And, and <laughs> one of the things I said, not to, I didn't want to be discouraging, but one, actually when I use the car example, that's actually one of the, faster and easier ways to re-establish an independent credit history okay. than, say, opening another credit card. Opening another credit card is fine, and you always hear this. That's the advice that parents give their kids. Take the credit card that they give you and go buy socks and underwear and then pay it off, and you're establishing credit. But most of us are beyond that, that point. And so if you, if you do have to, and we all need a, a vehicle, most of us, if you do have to take a, a higher financing rate, T- take it if you can you know get the best terms you can but by, by paying those secured loans by having a secured debt uh you can establish your credit faster and people may be more willing to lend you money on something they can come and repossess you know than than it, like a credit card which is unsecured that's unsecured debt so okay. that's a quick way too it's it's checking your credit report Maybe doing something like that where you can get a secured loan, and that'll build you, build you up faster. You can use that tool to get a better foundation underneath your feet, underneath you, quicker.
2: Okay, and I love that, and that leads me to my next question, which might sound a roundabout way, but some people might think, well, shouldn't I just live debt-free? But what <laughs> I'm hearing in there, this is a reason that you actually want to go out and uh, purchase a car.
0: Potentially. Right, and you don't have to have debt. You, know, you can have debt and establish credit and then pay it off, right? right? So, so that you still have credit. You don't have to use it. I don't let people tell you you have to be using it all the time. I don't, I, you know, I know many people that have, you know, I put myself, put everything on my credit card and then pay it off at the end of the month. Right. Right. So, so I'm, I'm not at zero percentage. So, yeah, I agree with you.
2: So it sounds like the fact of the matter is that we, we need credit. We need, mm-hmm. we want good credit. Uh, because even employers, even insurance, uh, look at that. It has a good foundation. So we can pull that credit report as a little recap. Um, we can pull that credit report, Report. see where we are, see what we can begin to do to improve that credit report. As we're moving through that divorce, if we want to rebuild and into the future, we may want to go out and get a car. That was an example. Um, when does it make sense to borrow... Uh, you know, open a credit card, or maybe borrow to buy something else, or you know, maybe even I. Um, when does it make sense to maybe even borrow against our four hundred one ks that we have?
0: Ooh, so two questions there. When does it make sense to borrow? And we went over those, and that is the things that are unavoidable. Almost none of us can afford to just buy a house for cash, right? So, so you're going to finance things like that. Most of us are going to finance cars that we can afford, that it's manageable, and and the other the other. Uh, time where it makes sense is to borrow for 30 days every month on your credit card when you can afford to pay it off at the end of the month.
2: Oh, that's an interesting way to look at it, borrow for Mm -hmm. 30 days when you can afford to pay it off. That's a really interesting way to look at that.
0: Personally, I find it easier to manage my finances that way because I get a statement. I can go online and look and see how much I've spent, which usually is cringeworthy, but (laughs) at least I get to. (laughs) <laughs> At least they get to see and it's, it's a great way to keep track, and right. you're saying okay well they're going they're going to float you for thirty days and as long as you pay it off, you won't pay any interest typically okay. so those are kind of ways to you know, like you said they're tools they're it's in your arsenal, use it to your advantage, don't fall into the trap of you know paying two three thousand dollars on a credit card and they give you a minimum payment of forty dollars, you will never pay that off
2: right and so so, that, that's
0: a trap that's a credit trap
2: yeah. Okay. Um, and I really want I mean, to go there, but we're wrapping up. We're coming uh, into the wrap of the segment, uh, this, uh, segment three. And I, what I also want to talk to you about is more again about that 401k. So when we come back, I, thought
0: I was going to dodge that.
2: I okay. know, right? No, well, maybe we will. Maybe we won't. <laughs> Happy but to talk about you credit. just said something about credit and a trap. And that just, that, that trapped oh, well. me. So uh,
1: <laughs> so <laughs> when
2: we come back into segment four, let's talk about that, finish up that thought, and any final thoughts. Maybe we will get to the 401k. They can always reach out to you, Gary. So you guys, uh, coming back with us, obviously you're going to he- hear us talk about credit traps. That's going to be important. Uh. But all of this information is so important for you to be looking at as you consider in the midst of going through divorce, rebuilding your financial future. We want the best for you. This is great information, great, um, uh, great tools, great understanding. Uh, at least we hope for you, listeners. So, coming back, join uh, Gary Wolfman and me as we wrap up and uh, finish out with final thoughts. The Divorce Coaching Hour with Christy Stratton is meant to come alongside those considering divorce in the midst of it, coming out of it, and maybe even help save some marriages. Many people are affected by divorce at some point in their lives, whether they are going through a divorce or they know someone who is or has. It can be a lonely and challenging time of life, but it doesn't have to be. There are many professionals involved in the divorce process who want the very best outcome for those involved. These professionals include attorneys, financial analysts, mental health professionals, and those in the helping professions. Real estate agents, title companies, churches, and those are only a few. For those touched by divorce, these professionals play a critical role in the outcome, and those going through this process need to know about them. Another goal of this show is to provide resources to listeners, including informing them about the professionals who can help. If you'd like to let our listeners know about you and your company and services, please contact us. We have corporate sponsor opportunities available. Call 281-944-8043 for more information. That's 281-944-8043. We want to help our listeners know about you and your business. Call us today to apply as there are some requirements. Call 281-944-8043. Perfect lyrics there. Revival Anthem. Because that's what we're talking about is Your revival, your financial revival, your financial rebuilding, securing of your future. And, you know, I I tend to repeat this and it's intentional, my friends, is that these shows that we do here on the Divorce Coaching Hour are intended uh, to help you, to provide you information so you can make better decisions along the way. A lot of it comes from just deep in my heart Um, Not just because I'm in Texas, but (laughs) deep in my heart because I've been there and a lot of the people I do work with, they've been there too and they want to help people through it. It felt like I had blinders on as I was going through divorce. I didn't make informed decisions and I definitely didn't make better decisions. And so that's really my goal. That's why I have folks like Gary Wolf, uh, financial advisor, certified divorce financial analyst on the show um, uh, with, with me uh to help you get this information so that you can make these informed decisions right now we're talking about finances and we can't talk about them enough and you know I'm looking at all my notes here as I talk to my guests I write a lot of notes and try to pull out what I'm hearing and clarifying uh I clarify what they're talking about I have a lot of notes here, Gary. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: talk I talk a lot. <laughs> well,
2: and the point I'm making is not that you talk a lot and it's great because you talk a lot with a lot of great information. There's we even though we're doing three series, I mean, three shows here in the series. We can't cover enough of it. We just it's it's really in depth and it's very important um to, yes, I'm going to use it, dive into this, dive. right? The deep dive of what we're doing. At, we're doing a deep dive, and it doesn't even begin to scratch the surface. Those are probably not the same sort of metaphors, but still, um, <laughs> we're just floating here. I think that's better. Uh, so as we were stepping out of this third segment, uh, you mentioned something about a trap, and it caught my attention. We were talking about uh, what kind of why, why do you need credit again? We were talking about, well, shouldn't you live debt-free and when it would be appropriate to use credit to help rebuild uh, your your financial future. But one of the things that we talked about was a credit trap and so help us take those blinders off Gary and and let us know what credit traps can be because I would guess that some people don't know.
0: They probably don't and a lot of it involves conditioning and what you get used to doing and it, 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 it's, it's... It's hard to put that first thing, that first item on credit when you've been clean, you know, or the first time you've had to admit I just I there's something I need, not something you want, but something you need and you just can't afford to probably pay cash for it. And so you put it on credit. And I wanna stop you.
2: I wanna stop you really quick. You just made something very important. (laughs) Need need. versus want. (laughs)
0: Let's think
2: about that. (laughs) Yeah, let's
0: think about needs because I think that in the in the in the context of divorce, and again, every time I even say the word divorce now, in my mind, from a financial perspective, I think of 6, 12, and 18 months. That's just – they're like concentric circles to me, like dropping a pond in the water. And so if you're in this, if you're pre, post, and you're within that first 18 months, they're – I'm not opposed to getting my hair and nails done, <laughs> right? And, and the things you need to do, new clothes really, for Gary? Work, all those – <laughs> little, little insight, had a little person, you know.
2: Well <laughs> me too.
0: <laughs> Happy Father's Day. Is
2: that what you're going to take yourself out and do?
0: That, that's right. I'm going to have a, the mani patty. So <laughs> so those are things we may think or are want it's not. There're things we need to do to maintain our our lives and and you know go to work and have a car and do those things. And sometimes you you may during the course of this 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 first um transition into your divorce, you may find yourself having to lean on credit. But just remember this, don't fall into the trap of thinking it's, a, it's not there, it's going to go away. And I just keep popping a few here and there. That's why it's a good a good idea to even if um, have your credit card statement come to the house, but then you have to open the envelope. Make sure you keep track of that spending because there's going to come a day in six months or, 12 months where you say, okay, now I'm on my feet, and here's the tough part, here's the trap, because it's been so easy to put the, the, the needs, even though they were needs, on credit. But now it comes time to pay the piper, and you've been making the minimum, the minimum payment, and that's where the credit card companies get rich, and you get poor. At some point, you're going to have to take that disposable income that you now have, hopefully, because you're building your back on your feet, and you have to turn it toward paying that debt off, and that's not going to be easy. Okay, But that's what you're going to have to realize is you put that first and second and third thing on, you're going to go, yep, okay, I'm doing that. But I know that down the line, six months from now, or whenever I get that bonus, or I I know that I get that, maybe there's part of the divorce that hasn't come through yet or something. I know I'm going to get a few thousand dollars. And I've talked with my financial advisor, and I've done this actually before. And we said, yeah, go ahead and put that on credit card because we know you're getting that six grand as soon as this paperwork goes through, for example. You said
2: so many things in there that were so important, but I just think you said something that is huge is talk to your financial advisor. So I should say that more. uh, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And I'm not just saying this to promote you. Obviously we (laughs) want people to work with you, but uh, you know, I'm speaking from a coach perspective is nobody does anything great alone. I say that often. And we tend to kind of hide those things that we really don't want to look at and they snowball and all of a sudden they are that (laughs) trap And so when we can go to a trusted advisor like yourself, Gary, or um, a financial coach or, you know, you're somebody who's skilled in this area, then we can see things as they are. And I just think that's a huge point because, again, thinking about where you are in divorce, uh, you know, listeners, wherever you are, it's probably, probably not saying everyone it's probably that you're not seeing things exactly clearly right now. Um, And that's, uh, or rather better said, very clearly, because you're probably in and out of the emotions of divorce. And when we've got that trusted advisor with us, they can help us see these traps. And oftentimes we don't, right? Uh, How many times, I'm just wondering, Gary, how many times have you had somebody come into your office and they're thinking, hey, I got this all squared away. Everything's good. And you're like, whoa, hold on there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, not too many, because then they wouldn't need me, even if they thought they they didn't. But uh, that you reminded me of something I said on the first segment uh, when you said nobody does anything good alone. And that is also when you're when you're putting things on your credit card or anything that you're doing now, let's begin this with how this is going to end. Because mm-hmm. you told me, Mr. and Mrs. Client, this is what you wanted your life to look like in six months or 12 months. How does that look with 5,000 in credit card debt? How does that look? So how are we going to, how are we going to deal with that? So I, I get, I have to play the, the bad guy, if you will, or the void you know, your conscience. And it's okay when you're doing it. If you're doing it, knowing, look, I've got someone to help me with this. I know how we're going to take care of this probably. And so you were also mentioning, too, you're in the fog of war. Something's got to get switched off for you to get through every day. And if it's not worrying about the credit card debt for a little while, then that's what it is. And then you have to shut that off for a while so you can get through your day or your month or, you know, your first few months. But it is better if you start at the beginning talking to somebody saying, hey, and my clients ask me this all the time, especially the new ones, is it to a fault? Is it okay if I do this? Is it okay? What do you think if I did that? And I'll ask them, well, How are you going to pay for it? Or what is that going to look like six months from now?
2: That's just, just, that's so smart that your clients are doing that. And that might feel a little bit over controlling, but the, you need that sounding board. Um, And what came to mind, Gary, and I think this is a good way as we move out and we begin to wrap up and maybe just touch on final thoughts is it's all connected. I think we started talking about that. It's all intricate, but it's all connected. And, you know, myself, when I'm looking at the overarching process of divorce with, with someone, we start with goals. What, what do you want life to look like? As you said, 6, 12, 18, 20, uh, 20 months, 20 years yeah. down the mm-hmm. road. Yeah. And that's not just the overarching, that's finances. So I love that you're bringing them back to that as well. Beginning with the end in mind, you said that in the first show of this series, we need to have that kind of mindset in everything. Where do you want to be in 20 years with your finances? Where do you want to be in 20 years with a relationship with your kids? Where do you want to be in 20 years with a relationship with your ex-spouse, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. These are all things um, that are important. As we wrap up the show, Gary, uh, any quick final thought that you have or final thoughts? <laughs>
0: Yeah, you made me think of this just now. And, and as you were going through that scenario, the, the important thing to remember, I think, is you don't have to have all the answers to, to, these, to these seemingly hard questions that a financial advisor or even a coach like you yourself will ask that person. Because we don't necessarily have the answers and you don't have the answers, but together, because we're not working alone, right. we'll figure it out, right? So you, we'll help you along the way. A coach will help you. Think about the things you weren't thinking of. A financial advisor is going to ask you those questions, and you're going to go, aha, you know, my coach said the same thing. You know, so yeah. so you don't, you don't have to go it alone. You don't have to have the answers. You just need a sounding board, and you need some people that have been through this a few times to help you through it. There's no shame in asking for help, and you're certainly going to have a better outcome, in my judgment, if you prepare before and if you're not in before, if you, even if it's during or after. You are where you are, right? Preparation and teamwork and and having those 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 people in your corner is always going to benefit you are benefit you no matter where you are in the process. Yeah,
2: you said so much and one of the things that we do talk about is that team and we've been talking about that. You want the financial advisor, you want the attorney, you want the divorce coach, all of it ultimately to help you rebuild, secure that future and including the financial future. We're going to keep talking about that financial future in the next show so you guys come on back because we're all here, Gary and myself included, we're here to help you with the entire thinking process of this so that you can make those better decisions. So Gary, thank you for being here with us. You're welcome. It's my pleasure. Yes, always fun and to you, the listeners, thank thank you for listening to both of us today. It's my prayer that this show helps you or someone in your life. Find us at The Divorce coursecoachinghour.com or call me at 281-944-8043 thank you for listening today i'm christy stratton and i can't wait to be here with you each and every saturday from 1 to 2 p.m right here on 100.7 fm kkht the word
1: this will be our great awakening this is our revival anthem.